The Church of Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle in Madison, Connecticut brings you this edition of Shi'ar Jashub, which in Hebrew means, A Remnant Shall Return. Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and today we will be continuing my husband's series on heavenly authority. Pastor Greg Scalzo has been in the books of First Kings and First Chronicles in the section on David's final instructions to his son Solomon for the building of the Lord's temple in Jerusalem. When Pastor Greg left off, he was reading from First Chronicles chapter 28. Before we return to the Sunday message, let me invite you to visit our website at www.shiarjashub.org. Make it your daily site for serious Bible study, glorifying our Lord Jesus Christ. Here now is Pastor Greg Scalzo. And then he tells him, finally, verse 10, Consider now, for the Lord has chosen you. Solomon, you've been chosen by God to build a house for the sanctuary, to build a temple. Be strong. Again, he tells him, be strong and do it. Just do it. You can't fool him. You must be his. You must be his loyal servant. You must have a willing heart in what you do. That's your motivation. Have the right motivation. Be strong and then do it. Do what God has called you and chosen you to do. Be strong and do it. Put your hand to it and fulfill your calling. Paul tells Timothy in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 18, This charge I commit to you, son Timothy, according to the prophecies previously made concerning you, that by them you may wage the good warfare, having faith and a good conscience. Timothy, you're a Christian servant. And Paul, like David, is giving instructions to young Timothy, even as David instructed his son Solomon. And he's telling him, just like Solomon was called, he said, according to the prophecies, there have been prophecies about Timothy's service, that by them you wage the good warfare. You fight the good fight. You do what you're called to do, that you're strong, and do it. In chapter 4 and verse 14, he tells Timothy, do not neglect, do not neglect the gift that is in you, which was given to you by prophecy, with the laying on of the hands of the eldership. You've been chosen for this. You've been called for this. God has given prophecies about you. Do not neglect the gift that is in you. And he tells him in 2 Timothy chapter 1 and verse 6, Therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Be strong and do it. You're called to do it. You were gifted to do it. There have been prophecies about you doing it. Hands have been laid upon you to do it. Now I stir up your spirit, Timothy. Be strong. Take courage and do it. Wage the warfare. 
So David gives wise leadership counsel to Solomon in the way Christian leaders would give to young men that would follow them to be strong, to obey God and be his servant, not to change his ways, to keep his ways, his statutes, his testimonies, his commandments, to have a loyal heart, a willing mind, to seek God and know God, and to do it. Do that which you're called to, you're chosen to do. Consider now, for the Lord has chosen you, Solomon, to build a house for the sanctuary. Be strong and do it. At some point, the work has to be done, has to be accomplished, has to be finished. And this temple that Solomon will build is no small project. In chapter 29, it says, uh, 1 Chronicles, Furthermore, King David said to all the assembly, My son Solomon, whom alone God has chosen, is young and inexperienced, and the work is great, because the temple is not for man, but for the Lord God. The temple is not Solomon's project. It's really not David's project. It's God's project. And Christian ministers need to hear that. The work belongs to the Lord. It's his work. It's to his glory. It's not to David's glory. It's not to Solomon's glory. It's to God's glory. And this work is great. It's not for man, but for the Lord God. And we saw last time when we read through chapter 29 that David has worked hard, understanding his son is young and experienced. He's worked hard to make preparations for this great temple. He's received plans by the Holy Spirit. He's received inspiration. In verse 12 of chapter 28, it says about David, and the plans for all that he had by the Spirit of the courts of the house of the Lord, of all the chambers, etc. And then down in verse 19, all this said David, the Lord made me understand in writing by his hand upon me all the works of these plans. It's not David's idea. David wanted to build a house for God, but this is God's plan. This is God's inspiration. And any work of the Lord must be in God's hands. It's not a matter of Christian marketing, of what the pastor would like, what the people would like. It's what God would like. It's his temple. It's his plan. It's his work. And Christian leaders and ministers need to know that what they're doing is the work of God, not their own desires and longings to sell books or be on TV or have some, some fame given to them. And David doesn't just make the plans, knowing the work is hard. He also provides from his own finances for it. Uh, chapter 29, verse 3, Moreover, because I have set my affection on the house of my God, I have given to the house of my God over and above all that I have prepared for the holy house, my own special treasure of gold and silver. He had made collections for the temple, but now of his own money, his heart is there, he gives provision for the gold and silver to build this temple. And in so doing, he inspires other leaders to do the same. Down in verse 6, Then the leaders of the father's houses, leaders of the tribes of Israel, the captains of thousands and of hundreds, with the officers over the king's work, offered willingly, all in a chain of command. When they saw David do it, 
And this is leadership by example, not just words. He did it. He puts his actions, he puts his whole life, his finances to what he believes in. Now all these leaders do the same. And then the people do it. Verse 9, then the people rejoice, for they had offered willingly. Notice, David does it willingly. The leadership of Israel does it willingly. He teaches Solomon, if you're going to be the leader, do it willingly with the right intent. And now the people, inspired by the leadership, they offer willingly and they rejoice because with a loyal heart they had offered willingly to the Lord. And King David also rejoiced greatly. He's old, he's sickly, but he's having a good chuckle. He's enjoying seeing, knowing that this work is going to be accomplished because the people are unified, they're together about it. Leadership by example, not just words. Leadership by action. And then we come to the new section uh, in verse 10. David ends his address fittingly to the nation with praise. First Chronicles chapter 29, verse 10, Therefore David blessed the Lord before the assembly and said, and you have the great psalmist blessing the assembly with this almost song of praise and thanksgiving. And we read, Blessed are you, Lord God of Israel, our Father, forever and ever. Now some of your translations may say, O Lord God of our Father Israel, as opposed to Lord God of Israel, our Father. I think the New King James on this is more accurate. Blessed are you, Lord God of Israel, our Father. And you have God being addressed as our Father by David. He starts the prayer. He starts to praise with our Father. Our Father, forever and ever. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power, and the glory, the victory, and the majesty. For all that is in heaven and in earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord. And you are exalted as head over all. What does that sound like? Sounds like when the son of David prayed the Our Father, Our Father who art in heaven. And he closed, Yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. He says in verse 12, Both riches and honor come from you, and you reign. Who is the real leader? God. David recognized the leadership of God. And you reign over all, and your hand is power and might, and your hand it is to make great and to give strength to all. He knows the source. Christian leaders need to remember who is the source of strength, who is the source of the power, not by our might, not by our power, but by the Spirit of God. God is the source of all that is good. And he is the one we need to depend upon and hold and clutch. God is the one who reigns. And then he gives thanksgiving. Verse 13, Now, now therefore, our God, we thank you and praise your glorious name. Hallowed be your name. But who am I and who are my people that we should be able to offer so willingly as this? Notice David's not saying, hey, Look what I did for you, God. Look how much I gave to you, God. He doesn't do an Ananias and Sapphira. He doesn't do like the Pharisee in the temple. 
Look, look what a good person I am, God. Isn't it wonderful that I gave to you, God? That's not David's attitude. His attitude is, but who am I? And who are my people that we should be able to offer so willingly as this? Who are we that we should have the privilege of serving you, almighty God? Who are we that we as a people should be the ones to build this wonderful temple to your holy name? We are nothing. We are dirt. We are sinners, and you have given us this privilege of being your servants. Notice the right attitude that David had. This is why he's a man after God's own heart. You can join Pastor Greg on the web at www.shiarjeshub.org. The Shear Jeshub website has information about our church and services, including the history of our church and articles of faith. There is also an extensive library of our radio programs and commentaries by Pastor Greg on important topics. Right now in the commentary section, you will find an intriguing analysis by Pastor on capitalism. There is much debate in the Christian community on this topic of money, wealth, and the role of government. And Pastor has written an article based on sound biblical principles. The address again is www.shearjashub.org. That's S-H-E-A-R hyphen J-A-S-H-U-B dot O-R-G. And as always, you can join us for Sunday service at 10 a.m. in the Memorial Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison, Connecticut. May the Lord Jesus bless you as you serve Him.